0: Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. It's Greg Boysen with my buddy Mario Terabasi here. And don't forget that our CHGO Blackhawks podcast is presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up and you will get two risk-free bets up to $2,000 and uh, there's some stuff and things to bet on. Uh stuff and weekends things coming starting up. soon. So
1: I think Sundays are big days. Uh, from that's what, what I hear. hear. From um, what I hear, yeah. Case
0: you're wondering, uh, it's kind of full circle. We're back to how we started. Jay, Jay- is in Florida, Jay's so in Florida, it's just Jay, me yeah. and Mario today. Uh, kind of brings back memories of when CHGO launched, some yeah. six
1: months ago. When we were just figuring out what the hell we were doing. Yes, but, uh, and we're
0: still figuring out what the hell we're doing, but we at least... We know can, a little bit
1: more, but we yeah, can still uh, figuring
0: it we out. We could fake it slightly better these days. <laughs> yeah. It's going to yeah. be a weird week. Jay is off all week, and then after today, Mario is heading out of town for a few days. Yep. So the next two days will be me staring blankly into the screen, <laughs> um, so tune in for that. <laughs> Actually, we've got some fun stuff. We're going to do our mailbag Monday... On Tuesday, since yesterday Today. was Labor Day, federal holiday...
1: The mail is usually delayed, yeah. No mail
0: on Mondays, so it's here on Tuesday, so we got some great questions. And feel free to jump in the chat and ask your question as well. Absolutely. We'll get to as many as we can tomorrow. I'll be uh, flying solo, but I will have our buddy Joey Z, the great play-by-play announcer of the Rockford Icehogs. We're going to talk about uh, the Rockford Icehogs, all Rockford the fun Ice stuff Fire. they got going on there, new roster, arena... Uh, upgrades, so it should yeah. be fun. May have a, a second guest for tomorrow. I haven't put that down in writing yet, but uh, and then special
1: th- guest appearance, maybe.
0: Tune in and find out. <laughs> and then uh, for Thursday, we've got uh, Steve and Leah from our PHNX Coyotes crew. We're going to spend the day talking about the Arizona Coyotes. It's a team we're going to be paying attention to a lot this year. Yeah, uh, as it's kind of not saying it's just between us and them for number one, but. They're our biggest competition in,
1: in the race to the bottom. It's it's Blackhawks and Coyotes right now in the yeah. clubhouse. Yeah, uh, with a with a pretty good head start, I would say.
0: Absolutely, and so we'll be talking with our Coyotes crew at our sister station PHNX a lot during this season. I'm sure. Yeah, we'll check. So in we'll with get them. a preview from them on Thursday, Friday. Uh, we're gonna the three of us will be back for an audio only podcast yeah. where we will talk about the 2024 free agency class and how the Blackhawks might be players. And then I know we have some questions about those. So a perfect teaser into mm-hmm. Friday's episode, which mm-hmm. uh, I predict will be highly entertaining.
1: Yeah. It's, I mean, if, if you've done any uh, uh, research on the projected free agency class for the summer of 2024, um, you've maybe done a little bit of salivating over what the Blackhawks might be able to do. Uh, with with some of those players and some of the roster flexibility that they have, so I'm excited to uh, to get into that discussion because I've been I've I've been looking ahead to that 2024-25 season and I don't know I got uh, I got some interesting feelings about where the Blackhawks could be uh, yes. by that time and I, I think that actually uh, we I, we have a question about where this team will be the Blackhawks once the rebuild is over and that's uh, that's a very interesting question. Uh, but uh, but yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll let's dig into the mailbag, to yeah. the big old sack of. We got questions. our we got
0: our our guy Joey running the switches today. Uh, we're gonna go in. Uh, start with a uh, Twitter question. This comes from uh, John Van. John Van with a lot of numbers. Yes, um, he is asking. My question is: Have any of you guys ever done the shoot the puck segment between periods? Uh, I have not. Have not. I no. have not. Um, back in the day. When I was a kid, I was never chosen. Uh, I was not a celebrity, <laughs> and I wasn't a blonde with a large chest. Back in the '90s, that those were the those those, those were the those were the, the
1: categories. Those seemed to be the boxes that they yeah. tried to check. Regular off. Joe. Yeah.
0: I was too young for that. I was too old to be the,
1: the cute, kid, the, the cute kid, and yeah. I
0: definitely was not the hot blonde with the big chest. So no, I have not done that. But maybe uh, maybe that's something we can we can. Uh, yeah, convinced them to let us on the we, ice. You know, they
1: they let us out there to they let us uh, paint it to paint center ice, which was a lot of fun, and that that was the first time I've ever been on the uh, the ice at the United Center. Uh, awesome experience. We talked about that last week, um, but no, never done the, the shoot the puck. Um, I feel like you know, I, I I being at center ice for for painting the uh, the, the logo and everything. Um, in an empty arena, it was just so, you know, having that that view and that perspective was so intimidating to be like, oh, this is a gigantic arena. Because yeah. when you sit in the stands, you're like, oh yeah, it's it's a big professional basketball, professional you know hockey arena and and all that. But when you're on the the playing surface and you you know you take a, a 360 spin. Of the uh, of the stadium, and then you imagine it full of you know twenty thousand, maybe fifteen thousand for the Blackhawks this year. But you imagine it full and cheering as you're shooting the puck at this little you know hole in the cardboard or in the in the cardboard at the net. Like that's got to be. So nerve-wracking. Yeah, I think at this point of my life, I don't want to do it because I yeah. don't want to make a complete yeah.
0: jackass out of myself. Right. I have booed enough of the guys that, like, <laughs> go short or miss 50 feet Completely to the left wide, or right yeah. enough that karma would just have a field day with me. So, Oh, man. as fun as that would be, I, I'm cool if that never happens. Uh, maybe for a preseason game when there's, like, nine people sitting there. Maybe. Sure, but sure.
1: For, we'll do that. For,
0: like, a full – regular season or playoff game this i that Ooh, i would play off game too much too much pressure it's, it's a lot of pressure. pressure i don't and like especially
1: pressure. too if you if you go after like like i remember being at a game last year and um uh uh like a maybe eight, nine or ten year old kid hit the on the first try hit the hit the first go, hit the first one And then first try hit the next one, and I was just like, after seeing that, I'm like, as as a grown adult, how do you follow that up? You know, you You just you just the kid put the pressure, yeah. Shoot, like I got nothing, I I can't beat that. Let let the kid, no matter what I do, let the kid take my shots. I'm not getting a bigger pop than that kid. Yeah, so no, never done that, but uh, that'd be quite the experience to uh, to do something like that. Uh, Let's see here, what do we got next, Joey? Uh, From Jen B says, how about you discuss some reasons to actually be excited? Really hope there are some. There are, Jen. There, there are, are reasons to be yes. excited about the uh, the future of the Blackhawks and and what this season could potentially represent. Um, I think we've di- we've discussed it a number of times, but I think the the list of reasons to be excited, things to watch this season, uh, always starts with Lucas Reichel. For sure. Yeah, that's the guy that going to drive the
0: narrative a lot for going forward because this season really isn't a, at all about this season. It's about big picture. It's about the development of Lucas Reichel. Does he take that next step? Does he become that full-time productive top six player? That's what you want to see out of him. You want to know that by the end of this season, heading into 2023-24, that Lucas Reichel is going to be, for sure, top six winger or center. And he's going yeah. to be one of your top offensive players. That's what you want to know by the end of the You don't want to have question marks at the end of this season on him.
1: No, not at all. Yeah, you, you want to come out of this season knowing you have a legit NHL player uh, at, a, at, a, at a young age and, and a guy who has uh, a good path of development started. Um, we saw it last year uh, with the Rockford Ice Hogs where, as a rookie, he was one of a few that played at a point-per-game pace um, to do that as a, as a teenager in the AHL in your first North American season is uh, is, is pretty, pretty special uh, to, to be able to do that. So he got into the NHL last season, looked not bad, not great, but not bad. Uh, so you, you want to hope that this season he shows the jump in his development uh, and, and can turn into an NHL regular and a, a guy that the Blackhawks can... I, I don't think the rebuild is going to hinge on his development, but if he doesn't, uh, take the right steps, or doesn't really turn into the player that I think uh, the expectations are of him. It, it, it definitely doesn't help. It, it'll it'll hurt the rebuilding plans for sure, and it'll uh, hurt that trajectory. But yeah, I think I think Reichel is one of the big uh, keys of this season. One of the big things to, to look out for. All the all the young players, uh, if and when they get into the NHL lineup, will be a, a key focus you know we saw late last season guys like Alec Regula, Alex Vlasic uh kind of make make some impacts and um you know show show what they had at the NHL level. I think those are again two guys that will be important to watch. Um Ian Mitchell is again kind of kind of like Reichel but with less leash to work with. You got to see if he's going to be an NHL player or not. Right. And um that that will be a key. And then outside of the young guys, one of the big reasons to watch this season is for as sad as it might sound, it may be the last time that we see Jonathan, both Jonathan Tays and Patrick Kane playing for the Blackhawks. Um, They're in the last year of their contracts, trade rumors galore. Um, The expectations I think from the both of us are that they don't finish this season with the Blackhawks. And it, you know, as it might be a, a bitter pill to swallow, but this season, Maybe the last time you see them play with, with the Blackhawks, unless they have extended careers and come back at the end of their career and Yeah, no you know, do a, a nice homecoming or something
0: yeah, like that. Yeah, that's something I don't know if that's and, and one not, last thought about Reichel before um, you'd need him to show you that something because if he struggles early on in the season, you know exactly what a lot of the fans are gonna start saying, Oh, here we go again, Kirby Doc part two. Here we go. Another first-round bust. Another guy that, you know, high expectations, can't play in the NHL level. So um, I don't think that would be fair, even if he does struggle, to even make those comparisons because they're not the same type of player. They weren't drafted, you know. In the same range. Yeah, I mean, top three pick, you have higher expectations. But Mm -hmm. it's going to, I mean – there's no, there's no such thing as fairness in, in Blackhawks' Twitter, that's for sure. In, but,
1: in all of Twitter, but yes, right. especially so the, in... So the quicker
0: of a start he gets off to, yeah. wh- you know, whenever he's here in Rockford, I think he should be in Chicago all 82 games. Scott Powers of The Athletic has reported this offseason that the Blackhawks may elect to start him in Rockford. Who knows, you know. My philosophy on that is, yeah. is let Lucas Reichel... Decide where Lucas Reichel plays. Yes, in training camp in the preseason. If he proves that he's here, then he's here. Mm-hmm. If he s- looks like he needs to have another month in the NHL, then that's what he does. Uh, yeah. You hit it with a young defenseman. That's something to be excited about. Whoever that first guy is, it seems like the way the roster is built, there's only going to be like one slot for the rookie defenseman.
1: Well, especially bringing in Jack Johnson. Yeah, definitely. But you never know. Clogs you know, that up, you got
0: injuries. Guys like Johnson and McCabe and Murphy, you can't expect them to play 82 games a year. You know, Connor Murphy, the way his style of play, he's going to miss a game here or there. You know, Likely. Jake McCabe, yeah. same way. You know, he's going to have a, a bum shoulder at some point of the year just because he hits so many people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the defensemen are something to be excited about. and And I think just the overall big picture, as I said, don't be – too ex- worried about winning and losing and where they finish in the standings. I mean, yeah, we want them to finish low in the standings, ideally. But just be excited that you have a team that actually has a direction. It actually has uh, someone at the helm that has a vision beyond tonight's game, yeah, beyond this season, a guy that's making moves, for two, three, four, five years down the road, we've never had that. Well, we haven't had that with the Hawks in a long, long time. Right. So be excited for that. Be excited for the overall direction. Yes, this season is going to be a struggle when it comes to wins and losses and the product on the ice. But just look for the little things, mm-hmm. the progression of certain guys. A guy like Philip Kirschheff is a guy to watch. Is this the season he says – Hey, yes, I am a full-time NHL player, and yeah. I want to, I'm want i going to be here beyond this season. Mackenzie Edwistle is another one of those guys. Those are things to just watch for. It's not, it's not as glamorous as, as being an Avalanche fan and being like, okay, when did the playoffs start? It's <laughs> right, time to yeah. repeat. But there are things, despite the Blackhawks going to be one of the worst teams in the league this year, there's reason to be excited. Not about mm. that, but just about the overall direction of this team. I know... It's been a struggle this offseason having to say goodbye to Alex Dabrinkit and And Kirby Doc. Doc, And, you know, the the Patrick Kane and the Jonathan Taves storyline is not going away until they either re-sign or they're playing in a different uniform. Those things are hard. Yeah. But overall, you should be happy with what has happened in the last year.
1: My goodness, we have some breaking news here on the show. Uh Uh-oh. Our friend, uh, cigarette. Friend on the balcony oh, he's is wearing a shirt. It's officially fall. It is fall, ladies and gentlemen. It is officially gentlemen. fall. Shirtless <laughs> cigarette guy found his shirt. The shirt is on. You know, it's, it's 80 degrees today. I'm surprised he went with the shirt, but uh, yeah. Yeah. The maybe 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 the HOA finally uh, got to yeah. dude put a shirt on. I don't possibly, know. Possibly, possibly. Yeah, I, I maybe was that, or
0: maybe that's his brother. Maybe that was his twin brother. Twin brother? That's Ooh, how you plot tell them apart. One, twist. Guy, one one boy's got a shirt, one guy's got doesn't.
1: There you go. Yeah. That would be quite uh, the twist. <laughs>
0: nice. Th- you caught me off guard. I was like, <laughs> "Twitter, what happened? What happened?" Uh, no, yeah. As Jamie says in the in the chat that uh he, very excited for the season. It's kind of fun that every game this season will be a success. Either they win, which is great, or they lose, which is the point. I mean, that's one way <laughs> yeah. to look at it. I mean, I would you say shouldn't if, be upset with losses this year.
1: Yeah, I would say if uh, it, it's probably going to be better for your health to not uh, be on the edge of your seat for every game for wins and losses. Don't live and die with this team on this season because um, I know people will, and if you want to, go ahead. My warning, as I smash my microphone, my warning is – It's going to be a very long season. It's probably going to make it longer if you live and die with every win and every loss Uh, because it's – the idea going into this season is that – and you look at the roster construction, and I know Jay always says, are they going to be too good to tank? I don't think so. I think you look at the roster and and you look at – yes, they have Jonathan Tays. They have Patrick Kane. They have Seth Jones. That's fine. They brought in Andre Athanasiu. They brought in Max Domi. Um, Peter Mrazek is a huge question mark So yeah, if all of those guys Hit on their season Yeah, they might be too good to tank But that's a big if Hanging out there that all of those things happen So big
0: if And even if that happens You gotta remember there's gonna be 21 games After the trade deadline A quarter of your season without any of those guys You can get right back to the bottom Of the standings in a hurry
2: Yeah.
1: And you're in a tough division Yeah you yeah, got a lot of games. You got the Minnesota, Rams. you got the Blues. The Blues, you got Colorado, um, Nashville is not going to be a yeah, you know, an easy team. Dallas a is over. a tough team. Winnipeg, who knows what the hell they're going to be night to tonight, but they're probably going to be better than the Hawks, and then Phoenix is there. So or Arizona, sorry. Um, <laughs> so I mean, it's, it's a tough division, so you're, you're, you know, the, we say race to the bottom jokingly, but it, it may not even be a choice. Like you might just be yeah. down there, even if you're trying your hardest. And you got to remember the
0: Arizona, the Arizona Coyotes. Everybody says, "Oh, they're they're terrible." You look at their roster, and you don't see the name recognition. Hawks couldn't beat them last year when we had Alex DeBrinkit and we had Mark Andre Fleury. <laughs> right. Uh, we couldn't beat them.
1: So well, they don't have Phil Kessel anymore. So well, yeah, it's wide open now. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have him either. So. No, that is true. Unfortunately, way to take down the mood of the show. All unfortunately, right. that is. Next
0: true. question from our our guy Tom. He's in the chat too. Yeah, we we'll uh, see Tom. What would you put the over under for the number of wins this season? Uh, that's a good question. Mm. They won 28 last year, I believe, was the win total.
1: Yeah, because um, they won. They had the exact same record on the road as they did at yes. home, and that's, they won 14 games each. Um, 28 last year. Um, Trying to win Yes Most of the season And the
0: lowest win total last year was Montreal at 22 I don't think they're going to be that bad uh, But you look yeah. at the Coyotes last year They had 25 wins So I would put Based on losing Alex DeBrinkett, Losing Kirby Dock Your goaltending situation All the change You lost a lot of offense No Dylan Strome
1: No Dominic Kubelik um, And the likelihood that Maybe past the trade deadline, you don't have your best player anymore, which is Patrick right. Kane. Exactly. You can,
0: you might not have him at any point. You know, he could play two games with his team and be like, after that first road trip, say, "The hell yeah, would it?" Who knows? Out yeah, here? we don't know. But even just assuming that we have the roster we have now through the trade deadline, it's not as good as last year's roster. It's no, does not, not. There wasn't. We had trouble scoring goals last year with Alex DeBrinkarts 40 goals with yeah. Dylan Strom's career high in goals right. with you know the threat of Dominic Kubalik maybe scoring a goal every once in a while uh, <laughs> Kirby Dock same situation you had guys yeah. that had the capability of scoring goals they just didn't
1: try to generate offense so
0: yeah. 28 last year with that roster I see. now the Luke Richardson factor might get you a win or two you wouldn't have had last year yeah just by his having a coach that um, has you know, uh, an, an idea. What the hell he's doing? Seems <laughs> seems like yeah.
1: The defensive structure under Luke Richardson will be. You, you
0: would certainly hope so. More
1: <laughs> will hope to be more successful than yes. it was under Jeremy Colliton and, and and Derek we, King.
0: We don't have any evidence to really prove that yet, but just based on. I mean, talking just, to him, just a, and a strategic and play, change
1: yeah. can make a difference. I mean,
0: he knows how to coach an NHL game. Jeremy Colliton came in here never coaching in an NHL game ever as an assistant yep. any anything so and luke Richardson has that over 1000 games played in his back pocket so yeah. yes the coaching will be different over under i would put it at like 24 and a half
1: i was just going to say 24 and a half yeah. that was that's where i would put it and right around there you know I would, I would probably i
0: would put it at 24 and a half and i might bet the over like i think in their 25 26 wins
1: yeah i was going to we got the same brain. I was going to say I, I would cautiously <laughs> bet the over on that one, but uh, when when the over under for for points bet uh, comes out uh, for their win total, we'll uh, we'll see what it is. It might already be out. We could uh, when we when we check on. You check on? I'll that? check on I'll that. Read a we'll see what points bet says that. and uh, uh, go from there.
0: Yeah, as, as Brad says, the team stunk last year with Cat and Fleury. They will be good enough to get a top three pick. Yeah, I, that's that's the goal. Uh, surf and duck says, uh, 23 and a half is his over under. So we're, we're pretty, uh, pretty close. We're, we're on the same page there. Um, Tom says, I'll be happy with six wins four against St. Louis two against Detroit. All right. We'll I mean, take it. yeah, that's <laughs> definitely take that. Uh, Michael, our guy, Michael says, what if they are really terrible? How does that reflect on the new coach? You know, if they're bad, if they're winning because they're just not good enough, you can't hang that on the coach. If they're losing because they're a completely disorganized mess, like they were with Jeremy Colleton, yeah. then you can hang that on the coach. Yeah. If you're losing just because the team on the other side of the ice has more talent than you, but you're competitive and you're structured and you look like you give a damn, but you just lose 4-2 to two because the other team is just two goals better than you,
1: you can't hang that on a coach. You can, you can tell when a team is engaged in a game – but they're outplayed, and you can tell when a team is looking lackluster and that they that, and they're being outcoached. It's it's a it's a it's a small difference, but there are some very uh, very noticeable things. I think I think at the end of uh, Colleton's tenure, early last season, I remember watching those games and being like, this team does not care what happens right tonight. And it and and it was it was body language it was effort it was it just you could just see that what what they were doing and how they were being managed I think was just I think a lot of players were not uh, on board with it. Yeah, I don't want to say you they. You can see.
0: I don't want to say they played to get their coach fired. Like I don't think they had a team meeting. I, and no, said, I don't think Let's that. Let's get this guy fired, but. They certainly weren't upset when, when it happened. When, and, and, when and the and player takes the clipboard away from the coach on the bench and starts drawing the pe- the play God. before the power play, I forgot
1: that happened. Yeah,
0: that was when I said this is Oof. over. Like they might as well just fire him right now. Was it Taves that took the clipboard from might him? Might have been. Just he went over. It was a timeout before power play. He was going to drop a play, and Jonathan Taves grabs the clipboard away from him and starts drawing himself. The thing. That's when you're like, yeah. Um, what are we doing here? That was a sign of the end. Yeah, and and it was only like three or four more games there. But I mean, you talk about getting, you know, getting your 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 manhood just <laughs> surgically yeah. removed from you in front of twenty thousand people. That's what happened And to television audience. There. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it was it was you could you could tell. And 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 then when when the change was made to Derek uh, to Derek King, um, you know, it's uh, it it made a difference. Right. For a bit. um for a little bit and you know he was he was very widely um considered a a more player friendly coach right. i think is i think you know we had him in studio we we've seen him coach at rockford over the years um you know his demeanor there really nice get by joey there if you're watching is. on the youtube against got... detroit um yeah so it, you know it's it, it changed under derrick king but again they were running mostly the same structure and you would see okay uh Things still look discombobulated from time to time. So yeah, yeah I think I think Richardson is coming in. Um, I think he, from all accounts, from what we've been told, what we've been able to to decipher from his time with with Montreal, um, it seems like he's going to come in, be more, you know, still be a player's coach, player friendly coach. He's someone that you know guys love to play for. From what we've from what we've been told and what we've seen. Look at Max Domi. You know, he said he, he, he played under Luke Richardson as an assistant uh, in, when he was in Montreal. And when he was in Domi as a free agent, when Richardson was hired here, he said, Oh, I want to go play for him in Chicago. So that's how Max Domi got here. Yeah. So, you know, you, you see that example of players wanting to play for Luke Richardson. And I think it will make a difference. I don't know if just the coaching change is going to make the Blackhawks this season um, not a bottom. Tier team so yeah. we'll see but i yeah i think 24 and a half wins you could cautiously look at the over i think that would be uh probably in that in that range my points bet app for some reason i don't know if the wi-fi is being clogged up here with all no, of i our, couldn't get on it earlier all of our new bears yeah uh, all,
0: all 68 of our new bears hosts <laughs> that we got in the studio today uh <laughs> they might be slowing down the, the bandwidth wifi. here but no, I, uh, I think it might be a, it might actually be a, a points bet app problem but
1: Talking of points bet and the uh, again, you see over here, over my shoulder here. Yes, boom. Promo
0: code good, chgo. Good, good segue uh, to get into our mid-show reads here before we get to some of your more of your questions. Uh, points bet sports book is counting down the days until the football season, and it's what two days? Thursday is the first game. Sunday the Bears kick on off one the hand. season. Uh, from now until September 8th, Points Bet Power Hour will lock a new daily offer from 12 to 1 p.m. Central. I believe today's Power Hour was they gave you increased odds on your Super Bowl champion pick. Ooh. Maybe that's why I couldn't log on. Everybody was jumping off the <laughs> yeah. Power Hour. But there's. Some super exciting things to go on. If you have been waiting to join, you've been hearing us for the last six months talk about <laughs> points bet, and you're like, I don't know if you're still on the fence. Now is your time to join, especially if you are a Chicago Bears fan. Sign up for Points Bet now using the code CHGO, and you will also get risk free bets up to two thousand dollars. And don't get don't miss out on your chance to get daily access to free bets, boosted odds, and so much more now through September 8th. But that's not It, if you make a bet of $51 or more for this Sunday's Bears 49ers game, you are going to get an unbelievable package here. You not only get a chgo membership so you can check us out on all and read all of our great written content about the bears the blackhawks and everything in between you're going to get your choice of one of those two if you're watching Ooh. on youtube look at those sweatshirts right there you either get the varsity style i love that man i gotta see if i can get one that's pretty uh, nice and then we have the vintage crew sweatshirt which has our chgo uh like our t-shirt available So you get to choose one of those two Bears sweatshirts, plus you get our awesome new QB1 Justin Fields shirt as well. So you get the CHGO membership. You get one of your choice of one of those two sweatshirts plus the T-shirts, and that's all by signing up at PointsBet making $51, at least $51 $51 worth of bets. You could do it all on one bet. You could spread it out. Uh, And those are pregame bets and live betting as well. So take advantage of that. Download the PointsBet app today. Use the code CHGO to take advantage of this limited time offer. Don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counselor and referral services.
1: If you're getting excited about the start of the football season, that means that you also need to uh, boost that natural energy to stay up. First Sunday of the season, there's gonna be a lot of football to watch. And I know that everyone's gonna be really excited to watch all that football, but you're gonna need the energy to do so. And with the first Sunday of the NFL season comes a lot of uh, maybe some, some week one parties, some tailgates. Those are notorious for some uh, food options that do a number on your digest- digestive system. So to optimize those things, to boost your natural energy, To improve your gut health and optimize your immune system, the weather will soon be changing and uh, people will be getting sick. To do that, I suggest getting yourself some AG1 from Athletic Greens because in just one scoop of that AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens that help you start your day right. And if you have different dietary restrictions, whether it's you eat gluten-free or dairy-free, or you follow different diets like keto or vegan, whatever it is, uh, incorporating AG1, you're good to go. Uh, it's a small once-a-day habit with big benefits. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com chgoblackhawks. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash chgoblockhawks to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Yeah, it's football season is
0: almost here. We're doing our chgo uh, fantasy draft tonight. Yes. Uh, I did one last night, a guillotine league, which is a lot of fun. Uh, So I'm looking forward to our chgo. fantasy league with all of us here. I'm sure we're going to do a lot of fun social media stuff about oh, yeah. that as the season goes time. on. Rumor has it, we're going to get a championship belt for the champion. Oh, that better yeah. That's the only reason I joined this league.
1: Fantasy football championship belt. Yeah, they, that, they might I mean, need to get a uh,
0: wear that to Hawks games. If I, if I win,
1: that. Hey, they might need to get some tag team belts just in case. Uh, Cause me and Joey are teaming up here. Co-managing. It's going to be a, uh, a problem.
2: Team. We're putting the league on notice. Mari Joe, Um, Mariejo. Yeah. I'm not sure how we were going to pronounce it, but I, I just think our powers combined. I think the, I think the rest of the league is is trembling in their boots. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. When you have two people strategizing a draft, I I mean, there's a reason,
2: there's a reason that, uh, Jake put me on this show today. So, you know, just so we can get the chemistry back going draft tonight. Absolutely. Good luck everybody else. Yeah. We're it's, it's,
1: Superpowers. Well, that's it. I quit. I'm out. Superpowers. Probably smart of you. Or united. They're oh, down did. to
0: eleven. You guys are gonna have to split up and do your own team now. Damn. So I was <laughs> looking. So if you do guys, if you guys do win as a combined force, it's gonna be Jay Zawaski's fault because he dropped out. Gave us an
2: odd number. He out. So we'll give Jay. To yeah, we'll give him like a third of the title belt. <laughs> we'll yeah, give him we, some we, credit. Exactly. Yeah. So speaking of Jay, he's in. He's in Disney World, right? Yes, he's down in Disney, Disney with his family. He sent these pictures. He's at the
0: Mighty Ducks Hotel. Look at that.
1: <laughs> Look at that. that. That's pretty and, awesome. And really, Mighty Ducks, Hotel all and I've cool. been
2: able to think about is just different Disney movies that we could Photoshop Jay into. <laughs> that's I great. like this one Zawaski. a lot. <laughs> I love it. See, this is... <laughs> we got Captain Jay Sparrow here. <laughs>
1: fantastic. Captain Jay Sparrow. I was thinking
2: of, you know, Star Wars, A New Hope Zawaski, yeah, but we don't crazy. have a Hope Zawaski... Uh, Caricature, is yeah. so so exactly. one, you know, when we get the caricature made of his wife, then maybe we'll go. back we might
0: we might be get We might be crossing a line point. if we use her actual face. Yeah, that's so
2: that's why pictures, you know we, we held right? off yeah. with that. I thought need, I just we need permission it. first. Exactly.
0: <laughs> all right, okay. good stuff, Joey. Wow, As that was, always, that was our, fantastic. Our Photoshop, and he literally put those together in like three minutes while we're babbling about Lucas Reichel. Yeah. So if you weren't watching, if you're listening audio only. Uh go check out the YouTube video just to see these awesome uh caricatures Joey threw together little, of Disney, little, little Zaboski, little pirates of the Caribbean, Captain J. Captain Sparrow. J. Sparrow. Nice. <laughs> I like great. it. Uh all awesome. right, let's get back to some more uh yeah, questions. We got, we got some more questions. Yeah. Uh this came from our, from our Discord channel. If you uh when you become a chgo member you get access to our discord server where you get to ask us questions and uh our guy sung hung who uh is our one of our every one week our loyal you get a question discorters. yes one of our uh longtime question askers assuming the young prospects pan out actually within a couple of years time is there any big name free agents you guys could supplement this potential young core to make a contender again down the line yes yeah there are uh as Spoiler alert, Friday's podcast will all be about the 2024 free agent class and a little bit of 2025. There are some, little big, bit, yeah, yeah. some big names coming out. Uh, Gotta obviously look ahead. 2024, the, maybe Austin Matthews.
1: The biggest fish out in the sea is uh, potentially going to be Austin Matthews. So. Uh,
0: or if he's re-signed by Toronto, that likely means William Nylander Will be available, and we've already had his dad and his brother. Yeah, so, yeah, might as well, as well complete the trilogy and get the best one out of the three. We got
1: to get all the gauntlet stones. Uh, and if somehow
0: they manage the Toronto decides to keep all both of those guys together, then in 2025, <laughs>
1: Mitch Marner
0: is available.
1: One of those players one of those guys will not be if, available, right? I mean, to Toronto, it's got, there's no you, way they're no. keeping three, they may not even
0: be able to keep two.
1: I know the salary cap is supposed to jump up, it's not jumping up that much. No. Not at all. The league wouldn't even
0: do that for for the Maple Leafs. Um, <laughs> but there are some some big-name guys. A mm-hmm. guy like Miko Rantanen is going to be available. Leon Dreisaitl is available in 2025. There's options. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Mm-hmm. And the Blackhawks, as we will deep dive into this in Friday's episode, the Blackhawks will have, ideally, quite a bit of salary cap money. Um, you know, the $21 million in Taves and Kane will be long gone off the books. Even if they both re-sign, it's not going to be for 21 million not
1: for that much. Uh, the nope.
0: Tyler Johnson contract will be off the books. Yep. Uh, you know, Peter Morazic's contract, there's going to be a lot of cap space there. Granted, you can't, you don't want to necessarily spend it all because if Lucas Reichel pans out, he's going to be due for a raise.
1: That I believe that summer is his RFA year. Right. So, so
0: you know, we'll have to see you, do you, what do you do there? You know, in a perfect world, you're going to have to worry about Connor Bedard's $8 billion contract he's going to need eventually.
1: Just make him a partial owner of the team. But That'll I, cover I it.
0: think there will be lots of reasons for top free agents to look at Chicago by 2024. If you get Bedard or Fantilli and yeah. your guys from 20, this draft class have progressed, you know, Frank Nazar is ready to be an impact player. Kevin Korchiski is ready to be an impact player. Yeah. Uh, who knows who, you draft, who else you drafted in 2023 or 2024's draft class. Like, mm-hmm. you've got reasons. If Luke Richardson turns out to be the co- the exact coach that he's hired to be and people want to play for him, yes. And, and Chuck Mucco said earlier in the comments that he was a little worried that the Blackhawks are going to take, as Corey Proman told us last Thursday – uh of the athletic their prospect uh expert you know said hey it may take seven to ten years kind of like a Detroit or an Ottawa or Buffalo. Yeah. Um Detroit, Ottawa, Buffalo never had a chance to draft a Connor Bernard. Granted the Hawks don't have him yet. But the odds are in their favor, at least at this point, that they're gonna get one of those top three picks. And that can speed up a process pretty quickly. I don't yeah. see it. is this being a ten-year rebuild like Buffalo. Like Buffalo's not even done rebuilding, in my opinion. There's Ottawa. Ottawa's close.
1: Yeah. The, both those teams have gotten better. Right. And but yeah, it's 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 Detroit, not Detroit, I'm for not those, sold on Detroit
0: teams. yet, even though Steve He can't big, do no wrong, and he and he he thinks his team is ready based on all the free agents he signed this year. They made some big moves. They, yeah. they went the veteran route. He definitely added guys that that. You know, a David Perron is a guy that's, you know, Stanley Cup winner. It's been in the Stanley Cup finals multiple times, you know. So there are reasons to believe that when 2024 and 2025 rolls around and those big names are out there, that the Hawks should be players for those guys and that those guys would want to come to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you want to come to a, a Chicago? It's an amazing city. It's an original six franchise, but the pressure to win here is like, Non existent. It was well, uh, not, not non existent, well, but it's different compared to it's different. Austin Matthews in Toronto, right? Where every shift is under the microscope. Yeah, here in Chicago, for, as far as the Hawks go, if you win, you're at the top of the town, everybody loves you. If you lose, they just stop paying attention, <laughs> they don't rip you to shreds, they don't sure. send nasty notes to your home address, right? They just stop watching until you get good again. So the pressure is not nearly the same as playing for the Blackhawks as it is playing for Montreal or playing for Toronto. You know, it's just not the same. Yeah. So a guy like Austin Matthews could be like, if they don't win a cup this year and he gets the free agency without that cup yet, he could be like, why would I want to stay here? Mm-hmm. We're not winning. The pressure just is not worth the grief. Hey, this Blackhawks team looks kind of fun. I get to stay in a big city. I get to stay in the spotlight. Number 34 is a very popular number in this city. Yeah. Plenty of reasons for a guy like that. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but, you know, Bedard and Matthews taking the ice off oh uh, uh, for opening night of 2024-25. That rebuild is looking pretty damn good.
1: Yeah. I, You know, there's, there's a lot of flexibility that this team could have uh, going into that summer. And I think there's, you know, Bedard is is a possibility. It's it's he's the goal of this season. And just like with uh with with a guy like Connor McDavid, with a guy like Austin Matthews, when they were first drafted, um, they made obviously Edmonton and Toronto, those are markets that are pretty, you know, die hard and 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 hockey hotbeds. But they made those teams more attractive to free agents because it's like I have an opportunity to go and play with this generational talent. And by all accounts, that's what Connor Bedard could be, right. should be. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if, if that ends up being uh, a reality in Chicago where Connor Bedard is, is a Chicago Blackhawk, there is going to be a lot of intrigue around the league for you know established NHL players to play with a guy who has that kind of skill. Yep. Um, there's even the possibility that a guy like, Maybe Patrick Kane decides he sees enough from this team this season, from Luke Richardson, from management, whatever it might be, to say, you know what, I will stick around. I will stay in Chicago, and I will you know, play the rest of my career as a Blackhawk and, and try and set these records. Playing with a guy like Patrick Kane can be intriguing to uh, some of those free agents. So there's, there's a lot of flexibility, a lot of opportunity for this team to look – very different than it does right now and that and that's the goal is is what you see right now is not going to be the long-term plan no. and you know if if you look at the uh if you look at like cap friendly or puckpedia or what, or whatever site you you prefer to use and you look at the Blackhawks contract situations going into the 24-25 season there is only 3 players on a on a contract right now that will be on contract by that by the time that season comes it's Seth Jones, Connor Murphy and Jake McCabe. One of those three I would I would put a shiny nickel on points bet uh to say that one of those three will not be on the team by 2024 2025. I'd be willing to bet two of those three will not be here. Potentially. So there's a lot of flexibility and a lot of directions that this that this team could go and with the free agent classes that 2024 and 2025 projectively will have projectively is that a word? It is now. <laughs> that they may may have some of those players in there um there could be a lot of wheeling and dealing that right. the Blackhawks could do and 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 if you have a couple prospects come up and solidify themselves as like, hey, we're gonna be NHL players. You supplement that with some some core veterans, um, and then some maybe a star or two. Because we keep hearing about this major jump in the salary cap that's coming. If that's the case, there's gonna be money to spend. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how the uh, how, how Kyle Davidson constructs this team um, as that time comes. Because right now it's like, let's see who our young guys are. Let's see the what the identity of this team is going to be. And then in, a, in, in the 2023, 24, 2024, 2024 25 seasons, let's see what we can construct to be competitive within that identity. I think it's it's yeah. going to be really interesting to see uh, how how things go into uh, into that season for sure. Yeah. And I think we had a question about when the rebuild is complete, uh, what is this team going to look well, like? I think that was one of our
0: Discord questions joey there it is uh from tony's bac our buddy in discord i wonder if he's going to change his name to tony's ekg now um uh, <laughs> was that the was that the right question um
1: no we had the no the question was from uh, our friend uh, no no roids just oh, Rage. Yes, says, uh, on, on twitter yeah. my question is that the 2024 free agent class is looking great do you think the blackhawks will make a splash signing Oh, we got that one. Uh, we 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 pretty much hit that. Uh, yes, in, and we're, in discussion. we're di-
0: again we're deeper diving into that. Yeah, Friday we'll have show. we'll have an entire
1: yeah. <laughs> hours long discussion right. about that because there is a lot to get into. Um, uh, but no, we had, we had a question. I think it came from Twitter, but it, it was about what is the team going to look like uh, once the rebuild is complete? How are they going to win games? Are they going to be uh, you know winning games two to one, one to nothing, f- four to three, running gun, anything like that? But um, I think. You know, it's it's really hard to project out what this team will look like when the rebuild is complete. Because as you mentioned when we talked with with Corey Proman uh, last Thursday, it was he's saying you know maybe it's five years, seven years, ten years. We don't you know we don't know. It could be a it could be really quick. Right. We don't know. So I think from what we've seen kyle davidson do in free agency and through the draft um and and this the kind of coach that he brought in in luke richardson i think he's establishing what he wants the identity to be for the blackhawks moving forward and i think he's i think what he's doing is kind of adapting to the style of play that the rest of the league has uh, already kind of figured out or at least molded a winning strategy to is you need guys who can skate You need guys who are going to be competitive All the time The skill will come So I think what we've seen with, with, with Davidson so far Is making an investment In players who can skate Players who can be yeah. hard to play against And not just hard to play against Where oh they're just going to rough you up after the whistle No, guys who, guys who use their speed And their effort And their you know, forecheck, backcheck Strength, yes, to be hard to play against, and I think that that is what Kyle Davidson is kind trying to uh, instill in the Blackhawks in, in in their culture. You see it with, you know, one of his first trades was flipping Alex Nealander for Sam Lafferty, mm-hmm. a guy who's who uses speed effectively and is gonna try his ass off night in and night out. May not score, you know, double digit goals, but he's he's going to make. Uh, you know, he's going to make every shift count. Um, you look at, you know, Max Domi, Andreas Athanasiou. Max Domi is a pain in the ass to play against. We've, we've seen it uh, for, for his entire career. Andreas Athanasiou has a ton of speed. Now, granted, these guys aren't going to be here for much longer than this season, but those are the players that he's going after. And you look at the draft. Yeah, he got some guys with some high-end talent, but, you know, a guy like Kevin Korczynski, Frank Nazar, um, but then you look at some of the some of the depth uh, picks that he made in this in this last draft. Uh, Jay's guy Samuel Savoy, uh, Savoy, um, Ryan Green, um, Paul Ludwinski. Like these are guys that that they have those toolkits where. It's speed, it's energy, it's effort, it's it's being tough to play against, and then you supplement it all with some of the guys that are going to come in and, and have skill. You can't have 18 skaters that are all skill all the time. It's, that's not going to work in the NHL. You need to have guys who are going to play roles to be difficult to play against, right. kill penalties, be physical, you- be fast. And, need, and, and, and be those, and be a
0: puck possession team. You need those Sam Lafferty's. That's where your McKenzie Antwistle's, your Reese Johnson type yep. players pick it. Like a lot of people last year were like, why are you re-signing Reese Johnson for two years? You need a guy like that, you know, to fill out a roster. Is, yeah. is that a guy you build around at the early stages of your rebuilding process? No, but that's not what he was signed he play, for. He
1: plays a role. Uh,
0: um, and I think, you know, as as – we can't really, dis, you know. I think the the context of the question was: Are they going to be a team that grinds out a two to one win or win four to two? And it's way too early to to declare what it is. But Kyle Davidson has told us he wants speed. Mm-hmm. He wants he wants to he. If you were to say, would they be closer to the twenty nineteen Blues that just kind of like beat you in the submission? Mm-hmm. Or the 2022 Avalanche that just skated you out of the building. He wants to be more like that Avalanche team. Yeah. Now, does he get to that point? We don't know. But he's definitely putting the wheels in motion. He yeah. wants speed. Dylan Strom is no longer Chicago Blackhawk because he doesn't fit that vision of being that elite type skater. Mm-hmm. Same. You could say the same about Dominic Kubelik. Those guys are gone because they don't fit that mold, that, that idea. and. and Look at the draft class this year, as you said, they're all guys who are, are super fast. Um,
1: speed and energy was in pretty speed, energy, effort was in pretty much every one of their of their draft profiles. So I think it's I, I think it's a clear vision that Davidson has. And 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 look, as far as being a team that tries to grind out wins or tries to skate past you and score seven goals a game, I think what we've seen in recent years is. The good teams that make the playoffs, make noise in the playoffs, and win Stanley Cups have the ability to do both. Like if you look at the if you look at the Avalanche just this past season, yes, guys like McKinnon and and McCarr grab all the highlights and the headlines for their speed and their skill, but top to bottom, there was a reason that going into the into the playoffs, it really looked like the Avalanche were like you could pencil them into the Stanley Cup final just because top to bottom. They were better at every every line, every pairing, um, you know, top to bottom. The depth that they had and the types of players that they had, you could you could see them beating every other team in the West in a seven game series. Yeah. And I think teams that are able to do that are teams that you know win games in different ways. Look at the Dynasty Blackhawks. Oh, we saw we had it here. Yeah, they they, they roll four lines and they they weren't worried about you could you could win a game in triple overtime seven to six if you needed yep. to. And Marcus Kruger scoring that triple right. overtime goal. Right, it like, didn't. Every yeah. goal didn't have to come from Jonathan Tays yeah. or Patrick Kane. Or they could beat you one to nothing if they had to. Yeah, look at Game Six of the twenty fifteen Cup Final. They get the they get one goal late in the second period, and then they put the clamps on. Yep. And it was just like so. You you got to be able to have at your own game, whether they, it is yes. whatever it
0: is, and that's that's what the Avalanche could do too. There were some games that were a little tighter played. The mm-hmm. end of the. That, like, the once the, the Lightning realized they can't skate with them, they did everything they could to slow them to down. They said, We're not, we're going to like sacrifice all of our offense mm-hmm. to win this game one to nothing. And the Avalanche said, Okay, we'll beat you one to nothing then. And they did. <laughs> right. Yeah. And the Blackhawks were able to do that too. Mm-hmm. That's what the championship teams could do. They don't necessarily force their will against every team, and they could play any style you want and beat you at it. Yep. So that hopefully that's that what uh, hopefully that's what the Hawks got is the goal. coming up. Um, yeah.
1: That is the goal. All yeah. right, let's get back. to I did. Uh, more I questions.
2: saw another question I like. Yeah, um, you. you,
1: you, you uh, I. I you, we cycled through them, but yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I. I put this on for a
0: reason, and I knew when I heard Joey was going to do it, I knew this there was going to be uh, this some is Discord. Show. This is Discord from Will the Scout Seven. I've already sent an email to have him banned from the server after asking <laughs> this question. Just kidding. Uh, since the season is likely to be dark and depressing, what type of success oh, would it take to get Greg to shave his head? Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that, that, that's why that is never going to happen. Oh, man. Uh, Greg, I did not know zero. that your head was thumb-shaped. It is. It, it, it kind of <laughs> is. There are a lot of reasons I will never shave my head. A, because... Um, I have a gigantic melon, and this this great mane helps. Like, if, if this was shaved, I would literally look like Humpty Dumpty sitting up there, <laughs> and that's just not good for viewers. Our YouTube viewership will plummet. I mean, um, the,
1: the hair is the hair is part of your identity. The hair,
0: the hair, and the shirts are kind of my thing. You don't, you know, you don't tug on Superman's cape and all that stuff. But uh, don't mess
1: with a guy's thing, you know, you could and
0: say. and. Two other reasons, on a selfish standpoint, I don't want all the gray that's underneath it to start oh, showing. That's true, and I'm scared shitless that if I shave it, it's never coming back. <laughs> yeah. I'm at the age where I just gotta appreciate it yeah. because, you know, I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm on the wrong side of forty, and who knows if it's ever coming back? So I'm not messing with it. So even less. if they go eighty-two and zero and win the Stanley Cup, I'm still not shaving my head. Sorry, I'm just i just not. I'm not worried that that's gonna happen, but you will never have me risk. My hair in any sort of bet
1: we already uh we already got one uh, beard bet from Jay saying that the uh if the Blackhawks finish outside of the bottom three in the standings this yeah, season, no. he will uh get rid of the beard
0: ready edgemont says shave it if we get first overall, no because I want them to get first there, overall there's a higher likelihood of that yes happening. I'll <laughs> shave my beard or i'll do a foo foo fu manchu facial hair if the draft pick get number one from chris sure I can do that that that'll be fine we can. Uh, however you want. I'll do anything with the facial hair because yeah. I know that will come back.
1: Yeah, that'll come and back. And if it
0: looks terrible, I can get rid of it after one day. In a week, <laughs> nobody will know. But the 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 head on the hair on top of my head, I'm going to let that's that fall one. out naturally. It's doing <laughs> it's doing a good enough job of that on its own. But thank you for the, uh, the question. Um, yeah. <laughs> there it is. Greg's big gnome. It is. I mean, <laughs> for, that's, that's a little scary, but... Uh, it looks like the Hulk. I mean, I'm a seven and three-fourths fitted hat, so...
2: Yeah. You know. That's I that's why little... I can't
0: wear the snapback
2: hats because Is that it, big? 7 and 3/4. You should talk to Big Dave. He's got a whole regime that he's like he's got the hat stretcher where he puts it on it will, it will turn the crank and it will, well, you know, expand the hat. Well, Big Dave's got
1: got a lot of hair to cover.
2: Right. He's got But right. it, 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 so. ex, it ex it extends his circumference of the hat, you yeah. know. Oh, yeah. Greg could relate. He's got Gotta a lot of hair as well too. But you know, Big Head Big head hat wearers got to
0: stick together. Yeah, I, I, Dave and I are gonna have to have uh, we'll have to have a chat here. We'll, we'll have to talk about <laughs> something besides wrestling the next time we're hanging out. <laughs> we'll talk about
1: hats. Yeah. Speaking of wrestling, quite the weekend in in yes in Chicago. We you were
0: you were in, uh, in in attendance. Yes, we get shout out to our guy CM Punk for. Uh, being the new aew world champion um and that wasn't even the thing that endeared me the most i was at the i was at the the big all-out show in hoffman estates ton of fun uh it was a great match cm punk had the chicago flag theme big match whites on bled all over the place won the title and then afterwards on the press conference um after he, uh, after a very interesting press conference he where aired he, some dirty laundry. He did, but you know, it's wrestling, so it's probably a work, you know. Mm, you know, people that oh is that real? It's wrestling. Assume it's not. Uh, <laughs> but what wasn't, what was very real was some I guess there was a reporter in the front row wearing a penguin's hat. And uh, he just like myself, has not forgiven the ninety two penguins for beating the Blackhawks and Dirk Graham. And went on a little. You could see it on the CHGO Blackhawks Twitter yeah, feed. We, we put We're it not going to put there. it on the show. YouTube might get mad at us because yeah. there are some four letter words in there. Uh, basically, was one specific yeah, four letter it word. It begins with an F. Um, <laughs> basically, said F Sidney Crosby, F Malkin, and F Ron Francis. Yeah, how do you like that, F Ron Francis? So CM Punk, I was yeah. a mark ahead of time, but now I'm a big, big, even bigger fan because you share a hatred of those 92 Penguins. Oh yeah. Uh, so so and again. Mr. Punk. Mr. Punk. <laughs> there is plenty of chairs here at the CHGO Studios. We would love to have you on. We have an open invitation. You can show up, knock on our door, and we will get you on the air. We don't even have to talk wrestling. We could talk hockey. Uh, let, let's make that happen next time you're in Chicago for a big show. Put the championship belt on the table. Ooh, that'd be uh, nice. Yeah, so that 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 was a lot of fun. Um, and before we wrap up, we still got a couple minutes left. I would like to get to Tony BAC's question. On Discord, We want to make sure we get our our Discord people taken care of. Um, The The, Hawks have a bunch of defensive prospects, but not a lot of depth at forward. How soon do you think the new regime starts making moves on the guys they don't like? There aren't enough spots in Rockford for all the D graduating from juniors over the next season or two. That's a very good observation. It's true. Um, I think a lot of those guys could be potential trade chips. Yeah. Or much like Wyatt Kalnock, they're just
1: kind of like, eh, we're moving on. Um, I I would say, given the fact that some of these guys are some of those some of those players in that group of are they going to be part of this team or not? Um, you know, I think I would lump one of them in uh, Nicholas Bodan. I think yeah. he's a former first round pick, hasn't really made the leap yet from uh, has all the potential in the world to realizing it um so, that, so he it'll be interesting to see what his role is uh likely to start the season in rockford um see what his playing time is because yeah they have a lot of young defensemen that are going to need minutes in rockford and eventually will need minutes in the nhl so uh you look at a guy like uh like nicholas podan jakub Galvis, isaac phillips alex Vlasic and alec regula uh ian mitchell these young guys, Caleb Jones is still, uh, you know, still a young guy, uh, ish kind of figuring out what his role is going to be. They, yeah, they got, they got to figure some things out and we could see as early as this year's trade deadline. Um, if some of those, some of those players will be, uh, used as, 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 you know, throw-ins for future deals or whatever, uh, um, be able to entice some teams maybe out of a draft pick or two or see, see what happens. But uh, I think as early as this trade deadline, we could start seeing a little bit of a, of a thinning out process of the, uh, of the defensive uh, depth group, because yeah, I mean, you got guys like uh, Nolan Allen, Ethan Del Mastro, uh, Kevin Korczynski, these guys that are are likely going to uh, leapfrog some of those players or the hope is that they that they at least challenge them in the, in the depth, depth chart, you know, positioning, um, those guys are going to be coming up quick. So it'll be interesting to see if, uh, if and when Hawks management starts to uh, pull the trigger on some of those deals because they have uh, some intriguing players that uh, could entice some other teams, I think.
0: Yeah, I, uh... it's not a bad problem to have. It is not a bad no, it's a to good have, thing to have too many young defensemen and not enough roster spots. It's for a them. good thing. Right. So, And it's a good thing for these guys this year in Rockford. A guy like Nicholas Bodine, it's now or never, dude. Like, yeah, your first it's a round pick, big
1: season. you're
0: in your fourth professional season. We haven't seen that jump yet. And there, you were a healthy scratch during the Calder Cup playoffs. And as you just oh. mentioned, we just drafted two more first round defensemen. We've got other guys that are going to be here after this year mm-hmm. if that doesn't light a fire under his ass then it is time to move on right um so that's that's a guy that i'm most interested in watching i still i haven't given up on him he's still 21 uh years old you know i'm not ready to to say that was a bust um
1: no i'm not, leaning in that no. direction
0: but i'm not ready to declare it I want to see something from him this year. You know, a guy like Jakob Galvis came out of nowhere last year, had a huge preseason, got a little bit of time in it. That's another guy. So these are the guys that they're either going to make the decision hard and say, hey, we're going to force our way to Chicago, or they play well enough to where other teams are going to call and say, hey, we know you're not going to have room for Mm -hmm. Jakob Galvis after this year. Here's, you know, we'll trade you – and as Tony's BAC in the original question said, maybe that's how you swap to get some more forward prospects. You swap a defensive prospect for a, a, a you know, a winger. Right. A twenty-one year old winger that's a year or two away from making the jump. That's how you yeah, you, you can build those pieces as well. Not necessarily just trade him for third or fourth round picks, trade him for another prospect that's coming up, but maybe a guy in the same situation as Nicholas Bodine that plays forward, that was a first-round pick two or three years ago that maybe can use that change of scenery too. Mm -hmm. Lots of options. Right now, all those guys in Rockford, all those guys we've drafted, they're currency. They're currency. Until they're NHL players, you have to look at them as they are things that could be used to get you other things if need Mm -hmm. be. Otherwise, you hope they progress and become productive NHL players. Um, So Kyle Davidson has a lot of trade chips beyond – you know, the guys he signed this year, beyond right. a, a, a Patrick Kane, he's got some desirable things that g- could help him pick up the slack in other areas or, yeah. or add more draft picks if that's what he's ha- got his heart set on. You know, it's somebody earlier in the comments mentioned that he heard that that uh, Davidson was a, a, a Bowman shill. Oh, and, and 50 cents. Like, oh, yeah, 50 cents. I got it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just. I was just quoting the question, uh, well, uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll add it there. I'll, but, I'll, uh, yeah, I saw that. I I'll saw p- that comment too. I'll pay too. it when Jay pays his seven dollars. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah no, he, he yes, he did work under He Who Shall Not Be Named for all those years. But if he hasn't proven to you that he's the exact opposite by now, he never is going to. He's pretty much. He's got a vision. He who shall not be named never had that, and he's got you You're know not a
1: sustainable one.
0: He's got if you just look at some of the moves he's made as far as people he's gotten rid of both on the ice and off the ice if you've got that attachment you you're likely being told thanks but no thanks and moving on like right. play you know guys that that he should not be named drafted very high guys like Kirby Doc. i'm not saying that's why they're gone but he's got no attachment to that yeah uh you know that that's that's who you know, he, he's he's not loyal to anything that he who should not be named did.
1: Right, exactly. So and, and I
0: wouldn't worry about that.
1: Yeah. I, I think you look at it uh, through the draft, through free agency moves, through trades, um, and just, you know, just kind of the way that the front office structure has been created around Kyle Davidson. To me, none of it, speaks of the prior regime at all right it it really feels and that's why you know say say what you will about being optimistic that's why i feel a lot of optimism for the plan moving forward for the blackhawks because it's not just turning over the same cycle of you know let's just go for it and figure it out later let's let's make a big splash in free agency even though we we bottomed out last year like it's it's moving forward with as blank and clean as a slate as possible and Davidson's going to do more cleanup duty he's already done a lot of of what the previous front office uh of what he inherited from them so I I am optimistic about what Davidson's doing because it's something different and it seems like it is something in a it's being done in a more sustainable fashion because going 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 into each each year with a different plan it's not going to work, and that's why we're here. So going into a season where it's like, hey, we have a three-, four-, five-year plan, 10-year plan, whatever it is, um, to get back up to the top of the league and stay at the top of the league, I'm, I'm, I'll buy into that over, well, we'll figure it out next year. Yeah. So, yeah, if, if, you're, if you're complaining that Davidson is like his f- former boss, at this point I don't know what to tell you. You're not paying attention. I wouldn't be worried about it uh, at this point.
0: This is, this is a man that I think is trying to do everything in his ability to prove that he's not mm-hmm. the former regime. Yeah. So far it's working. So, uh, you know, we can't predict the future and if, you know, he gets comfortable, he changes, but you know, so far it's, it's the exact opposite.
1: And uh, if you want to, if you want to do a little reading and, uh, learn a little bit about new, uh, Black Hawk's general manager, Kyle Davidson, uh, in his life experience off the ice Uh shout out to our friend ben pope at the chicago sun times uh over the weekend published a really interesting um story about about davidson and some of the uh the the, the health issues that he's had to overcome in recent years um really interesting to, to to read that and find out about um everything he's gone through uh with uh heart condition and 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 what he has to do to uh you know stay stay on top of those things so uh, really interesting yeah. uh, read from from Ben Pope, who we are going to try and have on sometime before yes. the season starts.
0: He's always magically out of town when we call, but <laughs> that's okay. He's earned all those vacations. Ben yes. does a great job for us sometimes. Hopefully, yes. we're going to get uh, able to sit down with Kyle Davidson himself at some point here before the season starts. That'd be nice. Uh, it's always good to get the human aspect of all these guys. We we got a little bit of that with Derek King and Luke Richardson, and yeah. when we had Colby and and Chris Vosters in the studio. It's always nice to get to know the person behind who we see on camera or who we mm-hmm. read about and to know that, like, yeah, Kyle Davidson, he, he struggles daily like we all do with different things. So he's not just this hockey robot that goes up in front of the camera and tells you why he traded away Alex to Brinkett. So good read by Ben. That is a good one. Uh, I think that's going to sort of kind of wrap up this Mailbag Monday on a Tuesday. On and a Tuesday. Before we go, if you are enjoying CHGO, and you wouldn't be here if you weren't, one way to help us continue watching. to grow <laughs> is to download that Points Bet app and use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Not only are you going to get two free risk-free bets up to $2,000 and a free CHGO membership, so you can get all of our great written content at allchgo.com. If you make a f- at least $51 worth of bets on this weekend, Sunday night Sunday afternoon's Bears-49ers game, you are going to get a tremendous offer. You're going to get that CHGO membership. You're going to get the Bears QB1 Justin Fields T-shirt. And you get to choose of one of two awesome sweatshirts. you see them there if you're watching on our mm-hmm. YouTube. You're going to get the classic crew sweatshirt or that varsity style zip. That thing is just I like amazing. That. I we, we need to get some of those in the office. I uh, like we're
1: going to see a lot of those down at uh, Soldier Field this year. Yeah,
0: those are fantastic. So... Download the Points Bad app, sign up using the promo code CHGO. Help us all out. Another way to help us out is to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Smash that like button. Subscribe to the to the uh, <clears throat> to the channel. You'll get notified turn those notifications on so you never miss a CHGO Blackhawks post-game show. A Bears posted we got it all covered you'll get all the notifications of all our great shows and all of our great content and if you head over to Apple podcast leave us one of them five-star reviews say a few nice words those are like gold those are going to help us a lot too absolutely we really appreciate all you guys jumping in the question uh, in the chat sorry we couldn't get it to all your questions uh, but we appreciate all you guys jumping in we appreciate all the great comments you guys have been leaving us uh, you know, without you guys watching and chiming in and participating, we wouldn't have a show. So we are uh, grateful for all of you, great CHGO subscribers and listeners. That will wrap up this Tuesday show. Mario, have a safe trip down to the Thank land you. of predators. Enjoy your wedding,
1: uh, <laughs> Tennessee. To be to. What did you So say? we know. Well, I that's mean, a,
0: yeah, that's, uh, This is a hockey podcast. I'm, yes, I'm
1: going yes. to Tennessee,
0: Music City. Uh, enjoy, enjoy your, enjoy yourself. <laughs> Enjoy yourself Oof. down there. Uh, It'll be fun. It'll be so it will be me and Joey Z talking ice hogs tomorrow. Maybe a second guess Thursday. I will have Steve and Leah from PHNX coyotes. We're going to preview the coyotes. We're going to see which team is really going to get counter. But we're going to solve that question for you on yes. Thursday and then Friday, 2024 free agency. Talk with me, Jay and Mario. Crew will be back for a Friday audio only. So, Mario, we'll catch you next week. Safe travels. Thank you. And for the rest of you, I will be seeing you guys tomorrow here on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. Thank you, everybody.